Hello, welcome back to the Immediately Know podcast. I'm your host, Mariela Morales, and today I will be discussing about the dating scene in this modern Tinder slash Hinge era. Today's episode is sponsored by all my friends and family who have found love or issue lawsuits from dating in this modern era. Let's swipe right and begin the episode, shall we? Dating nowadays is not like you used to. People don't meet in person anymore. If they do, it's usually because you're dating your coworker, which can become a huge conflict at work. But other than that, most people after the pandemic have turned into homebodies. And nobody wants to die alone, so obviously most of us resort to alternative ways of meeting people, leading us to the crappiest of apps or social media to try to find some sort of connection with someone. Let me begin with Tinder. Good old Tinder, am I right? I remember back in 2017, when I first created my profile, I met the most random people ever. And me as a Virgo woman and a hopeless romantic, I was looking for love or a sugar daddy. <laughs> but instead, I met this one guy who I, th- I thought he was cute, right? Uh, he had a Justin Bieber vibe to him. I don't know if he was the hair or perhaps a drug addiction. <laughs> Needless to say, when I found out about it, I pretended that I had to move countries because I was a non-confrontational Virgo woman, but I also think the fact that I was 17 had something to do with it. Anyways, there was just no way that I was going to look at this six-foot-something man right in the eyes and tell him, my bad, bro, I think your coke addiction is getting a little bit out of hand. Perhaps you should try rehab and maybe dating other people too. Because I really don't think the whole... It's not you, it's me, talk would have worked with him because while I was in 2017, Mans was in 2030-something. That's how gone he was. (laughs) But honestly, I did also take his expensive cashmere sweater because I wasn't going to leave empty-handed after all that time I put on into whatever situation we had. And don't look at me. I know that that was a shitty thing to do, but I got my karma, okay? Because I didn't know you were not supposed to put cashmere on the dryer, like, as if that was information that regular people know. Anyway, so I I went from having an oversized, very comfy and soft, boyfriend-sized cashmere sweater to having a cashmere sweater for my future child because that that sweater ended up feeding a three-year-old. And no, I do not have kids. And no, do not ask me which friend or family member I have gifted a cashmere sweater to. If you were the one who got a gift of a cashmere sweater from me, do not say nothing, okay? You know who you are. You know what I've done. Now we can sit at the dinner table one of these days and stare awkwardly at each other. And you'll know that your child has been using a cashmere sweater from a coke addict. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had to pause it right there. Cause what the fuck did I just say? I'm so sorry. I apologize. Honestly, I think he got the help he needed. So good for him. I, 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 I mean, I'm just speculating. I'm not sure because I completely blocked this man. But I guess the good thing, like, you know how, like, at the end of every story, there's, like, the 
the thing that people learn from the stories, I guess the, the teaching of this story is do not accept cashmere sweaters from your friends or family members, especially if they're for kids. Like nobody's spending $200 or $300 for your three-year-old to have a cashmere sweater. Let me tell you that right now. Nobody cares that much about a child to give them such an expensive-ass gift. Like, I don't even see their own parents buying expensive gifts like that. I see most parents in every sales aisle in Marshalls because the cost of living is rising up. The pressure is getting worse, okay? But let's get back into topic. And I thought that I was on with Tinder for a while until my best friend in university legit found a boyfriend and, well, I became like Timon and Pumbaa during that whole can you feel the love tonight music video? Like, bitch ditch me. But now they've been together for like a gazillion years and they're like super happy. So I guess there's a success story. To me, however, Tinder has done me dirty. I deleted the app and then only to re-download it out of pure curiosity a year later and meeting my I knew you were trouble when you walked in person only to go from the one that got away to we are never getting back together like ever so tinder you owe me reimbursement for my apple music subscription and therapy because all i've gotten from your app is years of trauma and a weird obsession with mixed playlists also stream midnight's album i wasn't a t-swift fan before but i guess she's lady anyways my last straw with tinder was the last couple of dates that I've been on, my goodness, the dating scene has only gotten worse. I went on a date with a person who legit bamboozled me into spending the whole day with them because they spaced out the activities planned by like three to four hours in between. Not only that, but they were desperately in need of someone. And I don't judge, okay? But when you come at a person so strong as to try to touch them every chance you got, invade their personal space, ask them to share personal items, submit a request for time off work for four months in advance to go on a date at a different city that's like six hours away. And then mm, last row was ask me to share my location with them on the first date. Like, we only talked for 24 hours prior to said date. You guys, like, if you think that I was that was a fucked one, the next person I went on an outing with, and I say outing because I made it clear from the beginning that I was looking for a friendship, but apparently, apparently, <laughs> if you know, you know, uh, pe- people don't really listen to anyone else's wishes. Because no matter how many times I reinforced that it was only friendship that I was looking for, I ended up having to give up, like, an awkward-ass conversation as to why I didn't want to be with them. It was like sitting a child down and being like, "Mm, the bees and the birds, like, you know what I mean? It was super awkward and uncomfortable. Anyways, honestly, at this point, social media just has really done it for me. I keep seeing... Either the loyal influencer man who finally proposed to their girlfriends after years of dating, or I see the wannabes who keep their girl low-key so they can have multiple. Let me be real with you guys right now. There is no man in the world, unless he's famous, and 
not SoundCloud famous. I'm talking tabloids, TV, TikTok interviews from verified accounts famous. There is no regular loyal man that is going to want to keep the relationship private. There is just no way. A loyal man would put you on their social media. They will display you. They will make it known to others that he's in a relationship. None of this, I'm a private person, like bullshit, or that I'm trying to become an artist so I can only post my music. Mm. I'm telling you, all those men have private accounts, different apps where they talk to women, like, and like, I, I, let me give you an example. I met this one guy who I talked to, like, a lot for like, I think it was like two months or something like that. Anyways, we never met because he lived in a different city. But can you not? One day, I I have no idea. I think I, I was just very bored. And I pulled an FBI on him. And I found out that he had a girlfriend of five years. When I confronted him about it, he lied and saying that they broke up and that she hasn't moved on. And that's why she still has their pictures together. Hence, this girl had her like account private. Don't ask me how, but you know, girls always find a way. FBI, you know, you know what I mean. The FBI should just hire women because we know how to find shit. Anyways, he's literally telling me that they broke up, and at the same time, I see that she posted a story on her Instagram of them being on a date, and literally. On the picture, I see him on his phone texting me. Mans was texting me that they broke up. Was she taking a picture of him and posting it on his story? I can't, I can't. Anyways, the audacity of men. At this point, I'm so glad women exist because we all really be living the same experiences. And my gay friends, y'all, I feel for you. But the blame is not, not only men. I have met some crazy ass women too. I had one come to my work one day. At this point, years ago, I worked for a phone company. So she comes in and she tells me how she accidentally deleted her history of calls and needs to retrieve them. I tell her, like, sorry, I can't really do, like, nothing. Like, once it's gone, it's gone. Uh, and then she tells me, okay, I'm going to be real with you. Um... I've had a rough month and I think my husband's cheating on me, but I just, and like, I just really need to confirm it. Girl, when I heard that, I said, Ooh, this is about to be hot. So I may or may not have a way of finding out for her. So I tell her, I get a sis, life is rough. Let me help you catch this cheating asshole. I said everything except for the life is rough part. Because that wouldn't have been too professional. <laughs> so I show her how in her account there is a section where you can see the phone numbers I have called for every line. So you can see if it's an incoming call or an outgoing call. Uh, what's the phone number? Uh, where it originated? So which city, uh, state or country? And also the duration of the call. So you know that with this information you can ruin anybody. And so I'm looking at her, she's like going through all these numbers and she's scrolling, scrolling, scrolling until she like pauses in one number and I just hear her gasp. She's like, <gasps> and then immediately grabs her phone 
and starts dialing to somebody and she says, yo, you don't need to come here. You don't need to see this. You're not going to believe it. And I wish I was exaggerating, but in less than five minutes, three ladies pull up to the store. One sits down scrolling through the numbers while the other two are taking pictures and recording videos of these. And then the one sitting down gets up and she says, we got her. We got her ass. <laughs> These four ladies then leave the store. Five months later, they return. And the wife says, like, she comes up to me and she says, Yo, girl, thank you so much. I finalized a divorce. We got her ass. And to be honest, that was the best day of work I've ever had at that place. And then I realized how sad that was. So I quit. <laughs> But... It comes to show that men are not the only messed up ones in these situations. Um, like, I don't know a singular guy that would think of doing such a thing. But I do know a guy who scarred one of my coworkers. And I gotta explain a bit. The choice of having a big girl job means that you work with big girls and boys. Which means that my coworkers and I have a pretty huge age gap. Anyways. So, one of my coworkers shared this story I'm about to tell you. She met this guy on Tinder back in the day when Tinder was new. And she had just had a baby who was like one or two. I don't remember. But the fact is that she was still like producing milk for the baby. Anyways, so she meets this guy. Things are going well. And then she decides that it's time to get a little mm, nasty with him. You guys are not ready for this story. This guy decides that it's okay to milk my coworker, like full-on cow milking. A grown-ass man was drinking human milk. When I tell you my stomach closed doors forever, after I heard this story, I have lost my appetite ever since. My coworker told me, how uncomfortable she was that this man was full-on behaving like a baby as if he had some sort of like mommy fetish thing or perhaps it's just like mommy issues <laughs> but after listening to that story i'm convinced that dating apps need to do a psychological background check on every user because there is no way that you will catch me on those apps unless it's to have a laugh with people who I will never meet in real life. I will never fall a victim of the milkman. <laughs> Hinge is another story. According to closed sources, I have been told that Hinge is where you find all the sugar daddies and mommies. Stories that have been shared with me where um, one of my friends met a sugar daddy who will pay her to wrestle with other women. They didn't have to like hurt each other or anything like that, but he will pay them both $500 to wrestle for 30 minutes. You know what I could do with $500? Me neither. <laughs> In this economy, I can't even pay my rent with that money. But boy, would I love to wrestle some bitch to get $500 for it. Because I already wrestled my skinny jeans for like 20 minutes in order to put them on. And I do it for free. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows on Hinge, okay? I've also had friends who were scammed. And they're doing something for them, like bathing their pets. And then got sent a fake check. Yo, my friend was allergic. 
and she had to bathe a fucking parrot. Birds don't get baths. Okay, can you imagine the struggle of cleaning a fucking bird? She don't look like Booby the Fool. Not even Pennywise. She don't reach deeper than the sewers. She was down bad after that. But in all seriousness, um, while I met people who have found their happily ever before, because after it all turns to shit, um, there have been good relationships that I have witnessed that came from dating apps or social media dating. And to those people, I hope your pillow is hot and that you wake up and find out that your phone didn't charge. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I, I'm really happy for you. And I do hope that one day I get my own meet cute. If you watch romantic comedies, then you know what that is. But, you know, I, I just know that whoever's meant for me, I will have the patience and the willpower to deal with my ass and my sarcastic attitude. But for now, enjoy myself to the max because... The best person I have ever dated in my life who has set the bar so high, it's me. And while I love spilling all this tea with you, and I do, and this episode might have not been the longest, or maybe it is longer than the others, not sure, I will have to check after I stop recording, but I will end this episode with my usual inspirational quotes, but because this episode is about relationships, I'm going to say both in English and Spanish because Latinos have the best quotes for this. So, mi amor, déjame recordarte que eres una bichota, que estás buenota y que es mejor estar sola que mal acompañada. Recuerda tu valor y no te conformes con cualquiera que te prometa la luna. El indicado te la pondrá a tus pies. And now for my English beauties. Remember you're a body with a fatty. And that it's better to be alone than to be with someone who makes you feel lonely. Know your worth and don't settle for anyone who promises you the world. The right person will bring it to your feet. Love you so much. Hope you're taking care of yourself. Please drink water, eat something, and I'll hear you in the next episode. Bye-bye.